Welcome to Be Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome back into another edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I'm Bobby from Oregon. Hi, I'm Bonnie from Oklahoma. We just said this is your weekly weather podcast. Bonnie, let's start off with a quick summary of what's happened to you last week for the past what? Gosh, I don't know. Four weeks. You guys have been baking. It finally cooled down. How's last week been? Um, It's been amazing. It cooled down big time. I mean, highs in the 80s lows in the 60s like it it's not normal end of july beginning of august weather for oklahoma at all we had a very serious line of storms come through sunday night into monday morning knocked out power flooding so it's been a very interesting week or so but it's uh short-lived we've got the heat coming back highs back near 100 or higher summer's not giving up so well, it's funny you mention that. We are uh, we're finally in a cool down. We are currently under a marine influence when we're taping this on Thursday afternoon. It's 65 degrees, which is just absolutely amazing uh, for Oregon in the summer. But uh, as soon as you know, or as recently as say Sunday, Monday, you know, of this week, temperatures were around triple digits. Um, I know I posted on my blog that my car thermometer said 103. And of course, I know that's not official. The official high that day was 99. But still, that's hot, especially in Oregon. And it was humid too. So I I feel your pain. Um, It's not fun. No, no. But But you know what? We're on the downhill right now. We've got like a month, maybe a month and a half left of these hot temperatures. And then we'll start to transition. So we're getting there. <laughs> it's close. And I know that college football is officially kicked off, official practices. So fall camp is underway. Go Ducks. Go Sooners. Uh, it's it's almost there. It is almost there. Yes, we are getting there. But, hey, speaking of Sooners, we have actually got a OU professor who is going to be hopefully appointed to the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy, um, Kelvin Drogemeyer, who is a professor of atmospheric dynamics and a bunch of other things in the OU School of Meteorology. He was actually one of my professors while I was there. So that's pretty exciting. Um, It's the first time a meteorologist has been put in that position in the White House. So props to him. Yeah, it's really awesome. And I wanted to get into this. Like you said, you had him as a professor. You know him pretty well. Um, What is he going to bring to the White House? Uh, He's going to bring a lot of expertise. Um, He's You know, he is a meteorologist. He's a professor. He's beyond brilliant. Um, He's super, super sweet and funny. Like, we always enjoyed his class. I actually had a professor at Rose State who went to school with him at OU, and they were both in school together. And he said that he was just one of those students that, I mean, when he walked into class, everybody else kind of went silent. Like, he he was pretty impressive as far as his knowledge and his skills and things like that so i think it's going to be a really really good thing you know it's funny that it's taken this long to have a meteorologist put into that position and you know 
politics aside, I, I believe this is a really good choice. Um, I've seen a lot of reaction from both sides of the aisle that say this is you know the right guy to be appointed to this role. Um, but it's funny because you know a lot of the policies, and we definitely don't have to get into the politics side of this, but a lot of the policies that this administration has come across kind of seems to be anti-science, you know, anti-climate, anti-weather, with the exception of you know President Trump signing that um, the Weather Innovation Forecast Act or you know House Resolution 353, which I'm you know really involved with in terms of being on the radar committee for the Oregon Coast, but. It just a lot of people were kind of baffled, but a lot of people now are also really impressed that this was the guy that uh, President Trump nominated. So hopefully he does bring, you know, maybe an an era of renewed friendliness into science because, frankly, we need it. We you know we have so much going on right now with climate and weather forecasting and modeling that just kind of lacks. You know, basically across the board, we, you know, a lot of us prefer the European model when it comes to forecasting, you know, versus the GFS. And so hopefully, hopefully knock on wood that, you know, this will be the guy that, we you know, we really will hope bring that new renewed spirit into the White House. Yes, definitely. And I think that he will. I think he's very... He seems very neutral to me, so there, you know, I don't think he'll be pushing any personal agendas or anything like that. So I think he's he's really just about the science and about the information, and you know, not concerned with one side of the aisle or the other. So I think that will be helpful. When you were sitting in his class, uh, did you ever think that he would, you know, leave Oklahoma or would go on to bigger and better things? No, but just because I just. It, you know, I just didn't even think of that, that kind of position out there, you know, not like he can't do it or whatever, but I mean, he's just been with OU for so long and it'll just be so weird for him to be gone, you know, and for him to move out of Oklahoma. But, you know, I think that that's a huge honor, you know, cause I mean, I guess when you think of weather, you think of Oklahoma for sure, but it's just very awesome that somebody here in Oklahoma was picked by the president to, to come and serve the country. So I'm just, you know, I'm very proud of him, very happy for him and honored to have been one of his students. You know, it's funny. He's one of those professors, like you said, that has been at Oklahoma for a long time. And a lot of these people make their name based on research. Uh, gosh, I could start, you know, Josh Worman, you know, pops into mind and gosh, you know, him all better than I do, you know, as you went to that school and were part of the program, but you know, you hear these names like, okay, the guys, uh, you know, associated with Oklahoma and the research. So like you said, I think it's got to be something that a lot of OU students have to be proud of. I know that the School of Meteorology is really proud of that they tapped one of their guys to come, you know, basically be the national face of science. Exactly, exactly. You know, that's just going to make OU's head even bigger. But, <laughs> you know, I think that that just says a lot about OU and about their meteorology program and the type of students that they put out out of that program and the type of professors that they cultivate. So, you know, good job OU, but good job Professor Droge Meyer for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, going through the, the next few steps in the political process, yes, he'll have to be officially um you know, uh, confirmed by the Senate, but uh, most people believe that that will be just be a, a quick, you know, no big deal. So hopefully he gets in there soon, gets it started. And like you said, you know, good for him, good Oklahoma. Um, hopefully, like you said, you know, this, this brings a new chapter of science into the white house, which would be great. Um, 
let's talk quickly about climate for the month of July, especially out here in Oregon. Um, this came down to be the second warmest July of all time, and we missed taking first place by one-tenth of a degree. Wow. So we averaged 74 degrees temperature straight up for the month of July. The previous or the actual record it came in 1985, 74.1 degrees. So had we had one more day uh, above, say, 101 or 102, we probably would have you know, tied or broken the record. We had 15 days at 90 or above, which is another record. So um, officially, as of today, we are in a drought, especially on the west side and south side of the state. Um, I know everybody's across the, the United States knows about uh, the car fire down in Northern California. Well, just across the border in Southern Oregon, another bunch of fires are burning. Uh, the air quality down in Medford is absolutely atrocious. Uh, it's it's one of those things where, you know, the southern half of our state's on fire. Northern half of California is actively battling a lot of wildfires. So to be in a drought condition and have temperatures, you know, above 90 and into 100, it just does not look good. And there's really no relief in sight uh, for, you know, any of these fires or the firefighters battling it. So, you know, it's been a it's been a record setting July. Like I said, second hottest uh, since records have been kept. So. Uh, you know, pieces of the puzzle keep falling in together and, you know, you get big fires like this and with no drought and dry vegetation and hot weather and wind, uh, all it takes is one spark. So it's, uh, it's been a very tough July out here in Oregon and hopefully August looks better, but, uh, to start it off, it doesn't look that way. Yeah, that's, that's rough. And I mean, I think we're, we're still in a pretty decent drought over here too. I mean, there's some areas that have improved, um, but not significantly. So, I mean, even though it's been cooler and we did have some good rain over the past several days, but we're still, we're still pretty dry over here too. So hopefully some relief is on its way, but we'll see August is a rough month around here. Um, I don't know the Oklahoma weather community as well as you do. Obviously I'm not, you know, I'm not, I haven't spent a whole lot of time there, but say when you're in a dry streak and one forecast model puts up a chance of showers does the entire city and do the weather geeks kind of greek out like finally relief is on the way or is it just one of those things like eh whatever uh it, it's kind of in the middle it's more of a not get our hopes up too high kind of a thing and you know hope for the best and not hype it up too much i mean that's kind of our philosophy across the board with any any kind of weather is not to hype it up too much because that's bitten people in the butt before by hyping things up. Um, there are still a few meteorologists around that do hype things up when they don't need to, but um, we try to keep a, I say we like I'm really part of it, but we try to keep a level head and stay chill about it. You know, it's funny because we had, like I said, we've gone through the streak where we had, you know, 11, I believe 10 or 11 consecutive days above 90 and about halfway through it or maybe three quarters of the way through it, one model run popped up showers and instantly spurred an online story in the state's largest newspaper and Oregon State University. Their climate scientists had like chime in like, you know, it's bad when one model, you know, one model run shows a, a chance of showers just to kind of break the heat and just kind of watch. I loved watching all the weather people here. They just kind of laughed it off like, oh, come on. It's not. I mean, you're, look, you're forecasting at face value a tenth of an inch, if that. So, exactly. And so, you know, drizzle is not going to bring relief. If drizzle, if it starts to drizzle and it's still warm, it's going to be humid and horrible and not fun. 
exactly exactly like let's get excited when it's a for sure soaking rain on its way but yeah some sprinkles and passing showers are nothing to lose our head about for sure yeah we're gonna probably end up having to wait till late september maybe early october to get you know that first maybe true torrential drench which we need to you know extinguish fires and uh grow some plants back but man it's it's been one of those summers that you know it's going to go down in the record books and but I will say this. Um, I know that you and I both love us some African dust. Uh, I, yesterday, the uh, NOAA satellite page uh, had a great shot from Ghost East and showed another giant plume of dust coming off the African continent, just moving out into the Atlantic. And they're like, hey, you know, it's making its way west again. Uh, nothing to really stop it. So, uh, hey, Bonnie, you got some more dust on its way. <laughs> Ooh, we love the dust now if you know if we could get a couple hurricanes off of that coast that would be great it's been a very boring very lame not that i want you know florida or texas to get washed away or anything but you know how, how about a little bit of a little bit of action i'm sure the national hurricane center is just so bored over there yeah i'm sure i mean you know and you know props to those people because those guys you know they they truly do work their butts off and the amount of research and the amount of time invested just on a normal day like today where there's not a whole lot happening out in the tropics, you know, they're, they're doing their job to keeping us safe. But, you know, we go back and we look at what Noah said early in the season. Now it's going to be about average. And then they're half, half, you know, way through their season forecast, same thing near normal. And it's just, it hasn't materialized yet, which scares me because either we're going to get something here real quick and get a couple storms that fire back to back or hopefully it just kind of peters out and it comes into a non-event for the season. And then we turn around away for next year. But man, you look at it, it's just it's it's been eerily quiet in the tropics. Yes, but I mean August is the peak of hurricane season, so I mean it's only August second, so there's still plenty of time. So I mean Mother Nature hasn't given up yet, I'm sure, but we'll just see, I guess. It's true. It's true, Bonnie. It's been another great edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, I'm headed out to go camping in the Cascade Foothills for a country music festival. So if anything happens, I'll make sure I report on that next week. Anything fun that you're going to do between now and the next time we chat? Um, you know, no, I might go out and spend some time out at a lake around here and hang out with some friends, but we'll see how that goes, especially if it's going to start getting hot again. We'll want some relief from that. So I'll keep an eye out on the weather and, I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about next week. Can't wait. I'm Bobby from Oregon. And I'm Bonnie from Oklahoma. And we will chat with you next week. Bye.